What's going on? Will Freeman RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com talking to you today about the four biggest human motivators in order. Starting with number one, which is force. Gun to your head, you're going to do anything. And governments, mafias, they know that force, um, fear of physical force, fear of torture is by far the biggest motivator. Uh, you know, it's what keeps people paying taxes. It's what uh, keeps people following laws. I mean, a lot of the laws, most people, myself included, would follow them regardless of the government. Um, but, you know, it stops a lot of people from doing a lot of things. And, you know, this is how governments, mafias, things like that accumulate so much money because they're willing to use force. Um, you know, you could have a 12-year-old with a gun rob you on the street and you're going to give him your wallet, your credit card, everything possible. Um, number two, okay, is shame, which you might not realize, uh, but shame is sort of what keeps a lot of people in school when they don't want to be in school. It keeps people together. They don't want to drop out. Everyone hated school, but you don't want to be a dropout. You don't want to drop out of university. You want to get a good job. Um, it also keeps people doing a million other things for society, right? Like you don't run down the street naked. It would, it would, for most people, it would take an incredible amount of pressure to get them to run through the street naked. Uh, for a lot of people, it would take actual threat of physical force to get them to do that. Okay. Um, even for somebody that you love, very few people would be willing to go into a public place and go to the washroom, so to speak, to, to strip down completely naked and go to the washroom. Okay, a guy would be more willing to go off to war than they would to be able to um, absorb that kind of shame. Um, so society is, 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 a lot of it's based on shame. There's so many things you can't do. Um, even for a lot of guys, just going out and talking to a girl, approaching her and getting her phone number, the shame is too great. Um, most guys will go through their whole lives looking at a lot of beautiful women without ever having to talk to them because of shame, okay? And so shame uh, keeps a lot of people together um, and keeps uh, checks over uh, people's behavior, um, even down to, you know, losing your temper, um, you know, saying negative things because you know that that's going to make you um, feel ashamed because, quote, society and other people's expectations you're now the social violator, you're ashamed. So shame is one of those things that affects almost, you know, every minute of your daily life. We all have a certain amount of shame, um, which, which stops us from doing things. Not to say that that's a bad thing. Okay. You don't want to go to, you know, in, in, in the middle of public and, and, and do a bodily function. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like understanding the motivation. Number three is money. Okay, and these are all in order, by the way. I know it sounds negative, but this is how it actually works. Um, money is a massive motivator. An example would be people work jobs that they hate for 20 years because they need money. Okay, and money keeps people together. Um, all right, you know, obviously you can't use force to, to impose your will over someone. And shame is, is um, a pretty negative and toxic way. But... Outside of that, the best way to to, to um, keep people together is money. If, you know, you pay someone enough, they're going to cook for you, clean for you, um, do work for your business. 
um, and and in in many relationships, not in friend friendship relationships, that relationship is is dependent on money. If if you don't have money, you're not going to get a wife or a girlfriend because you're living on the street. If you're at home and and you have no money, it's it's going to be very hard to. I mean, you can't even take a girl out for dinner. Okay, so any type of long term relationship is predicated on money. Not to say that women are with you for your money solely, um, but they wouldn't be with you if you didn't have it uh, outside of maybe temporary situations. Or in, in, in rare cases, they you know might stay with you, but it would put a massive strain on the relationship if you had ze literally zero income um, and zero potential income. So, um, you know, you'll see this a lot in business or, you know, in, in jobs or something. If you're having a hard time hiring people or finding the right people, you just need to throw more money at it. And, and people will stay, um, you know, even, even sort of, you know, when you're living this expat entrepreneur life, you know, most guys that come into city don't stay long-term unless you guys are making money together. Cause then there's that extra impetus, uh, impetus for you to travel together because you're, you know, you're dependent on, on income. Um, especially if it's a lot of income. Okay. And number four is love. Um, and I don't just mean like, you know, love of your girlfriend, love of your wife, but this could be love of Christ. This could be love of a sandwich. It could be uh, love of money, love of success, because happiness and love are the same emotion. You know, I love a steak. Okay. The steak makes me happy, but I'm feeling the love when I'm, when I'm tasting it. Oh, it's so good. I love this. I love women. I love making money. I love, um, you know, aiming to be successful and significant. Um, I love God. Okay. But it's still the fourth motivator, um, because, you know, someone's putting a gun to my head, right? You know, it, 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 it's, it's like, I'm not worried about that stake. Okay. The gun to the head takes precedence. Okay. Um, social shame, you know, removing all my clothes in public takes, pre even, even if it's, you know, a $10,000 sales deal and say, say some hypothetical would, would require me to, walk around naked for, for four or five hours, I'd, I'd be pretty hard pressed to, you know, to go after that. Um, even though it's, it's the third most powerful motivator money that is, um, with that being said, so the three, um, pain and fear-based motivators are stronger in the short term, but love in the longer term can last a lot longer. So what I mean by that is, once the guy with the, the gun is gone who tried to rob you, his source of power is gone. Um, whereas you can love a girl that you met when you were 15 into your 30s and you can still think about her. It's a less powerful motivator, but it's more consistent. And don't get me wrong, love is still a massive motivator. You know, um, A mother will jump into a burning building to save her son. Um, and, you know... People love Christ 2,000 years after he's passed. They, you know, a billion people are still worshiping him. But the reason it's less powerful is, you know, most of those people don't, um, you know, spend the bulk of their day um, praying and worshiping. They spend the bulk of their day eating, sleeping, grooming, um, going after money, going after sex. You know, I live in a Christian country now and I still see... I'm the only, one of the only people, or the only person I see that gives money to homeless people. 
okay, even though everyone in the country would consider themselves Christian. Um, but they, you know, they'll go to church once a week and, and for them that's enough. And they'll love Christ, but, you know, the gun to the head is still stronger. They're still more worried about what a, what the government would do or what, what a mafia would do, okay? But it is a powerful long-term motivator. I'll give you a perfect example would, would be Stalin. You know, when during his time, everyone was terrified of him and worship was not allowed. So, so um, you know, people put their belief system and their, and their Christianity underground, okay? But that, that love of Christ wasn't strong enough for them to openly be Christian and, and, you know, be willing to be thrown into jail. They, their actions showed that they um, were mo more motivated than by Stalin's use of force than they were by um, utilizing Christ as an example and be willing to suffer in the flesh for it. Not to say all people, some people certainly did, but, but the vast majority of people didn't. Okay, but once Stalin was removed from power, okay, it was it was evident that uh, people hated him, um, and he he was no longer um, a motivator, and you know his philosophy died, and you know basically all his ability to motivate people um, died when he wasn't able to exert his force anymore, and now people came back to being. Um, Christian, they hadn't given up on that. So, um, in a way, love is the fourth most powerful motivator, but it, it is still very powerful. And and uh, over a longer, it, it's sort of like, you know, fear is like a like a hot boil, but love is kind of a simmer um, that will last longer, and and um, can motivate people over a longer period of time. Um, it's just rare where it's able to motivate people past um, greater than money, shame, force combined. Okay, so um, I hope you found this useful. These were uncomfortable revelations for me um, to realize, and uh, you know, uncomfortable to realize that they applied to myself as well because I'm trying to think of myself as a good person, um, but realizing that you know I operate like everyone else in a lot of ways from, from fear, fear of force, fear of shame, um, fear of not having money, um, all these things. So, um, and I'm sort of talking about motivations in like, um, I guess a social or human sense, obviously like you've got motivations to be healthy and all these things, um, which, which maybe aren't defined in these four characteristics, but, that was sort of an uncomfortable revelation, but I realized, you know, once I realized that, I realized, hey, you know what, how do I use this to my advantage? Well, you know, make sure that the people I'm paid with are, or, or that I'm making money with are getting paid well, um, knowing that that's their primary motivator. Um, also being able to accurately predict people's behavior as opposed to, you know, 10 years ago being upset, um, you know, certain things, you know, you expect loyalty, but you realize loyalty is like love and that's the fourth motivator, right? Um, and also being able to recognize that the kind of success and the kind of things that you want um, means being willing to do things that other people don't do. So it means being willing to absorb uh, more shame than the average person was, you know? It's shameful, you know, 
to, to call 100, cold call 100 people a day. You're not raised to do that, you're raised to be polite. It's shameful to, to push past three or four objections. Um, it's shameful to approach girls on the street or maybe shameful is not the right word. It, it can generate states of shame, but when you are able to be um, courageous in the face of fear and you're able to absorb that without it um, rocking your sense of self and then you're able to get the kind of women you want. You're able to get the kind of success in business you want. Um, and you recognize that, hey, a lot of this game of life is me being willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do because there's stages to it. And every level you get higher, like there's pain. There's pain between level one and level two. There's pain between level two and level three. If there wasn't pain, everybody would, would just be successful. Um, so it's your ability to absorb that pain and reframe you know, uh, shame or things like that, or, or, you know, be willing to, let's say, you know, Hey, you're, you're afraid of moving to a different country because you don't know the force system in that country. You don't know, you know, is the government corrupt? Are the, are the police corrupt? You know, I was living in Thailand where it ranks pretty high on the corruption index. Um, and I, before I moved over there, I definitely thought, Hey, you know, what if some cop wants to extort money from me and plants drugs or something. Okay. But I was willing to take that risk that, that, um, you know, fear of force, uh, and, and push through that, uh, because it was part of my long-term goals. And of course, nothing ever happened. It was extremely peaceful. Um, so being willing to, you know, take on shame, being willing to, uh, push your, comfort zone in terms of um, force and be less scared of that. All those things will help you level up, level up. Um, and, and taking what controls other people, taking what controls other people out of fear and being able to have less fear or maybe even not less fear, maybe the same amount of fear, but choosing to do it anyways, which is courage. Courage is not the absence of fear. It's pushing through in the presence of fear. Um, you know, like a soldier does in a war zone, right? They're willing to be less controlled by fear than the average person is, right? Doesn't mean they're not scared. I'm sure, that, you know, they're terrified. They're just willing to absorb that to um, hit their long-term goals and um, take pride in being courageous. So stuff for you to think about. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments section. As always, check me out, revolutionarylifestyles.com. You can check out my products, you can check out my coaching. Let me know what you think and appreciate you watching this. Wish you all the best in your personal development journey.